Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of True Myths, One Lie, the game show in the form of a podcast all about myths, urban legends, conspiracies, all the things that we don't fully understand. I'm your host, Anthony Manella, and the way that the game works is three stories are going to be told, two of which are from people online that claim that these stories are true and one that is completely made up. It is up to my guests and everyone at home to try and figure out which story is the lie. Today's first guest hurts himself when he's doing literally nothing at all, Ryan McCauley. Technically, I was doing something, and actually, if we think about it, it's Seth's fault. It's entirely his fault. So <laughs> Probably. I, pu- I like pulled the muscle in like my neck or back, and it was while we were filming <laughs> yeah. the Poppy Playtime video, the Huggy Wuggy one. Me and Anthony had to do this scene where we were just we were just running through his foyer to the front door, and we did one take. It was perfectly fine, but Seth was filming it, and he's like, you know, I think it would be better if you guys are running around and flailing around <laughs> frantically. So we did another take. I pulled the muscle, and I'm still hurt. It was so bad that I couldn't even, like, move my neck. And speaking of getting hurt, that brings me to my next guest, the person who cuts himself while doing the dishes, Seth Cologne. Yeah, that, this was this was a lot of blood. I mean, if you're not cutting yourself while doing the dishes, are you really doing the dishes? Yeah, I mean, I also got a cut here um, that's, like, a bad paper cut, you can see. Yeah. And then I also have one on my toe where I tripped on a traffic light. You- What? A traffic light. Yeah. Yeah, he's really tall. Guys, today's topic is uh, three different topics. What? We are doing a miscellaneous episode on cryptids that have been suggested by our audience that we weren't able to make full episodes out of because there aren't maybe enough stories or whatever. Mm -hmm. We took some of the unused ones and we put them all together for one final episode. Ah, Okay. That sounds great. It's going to be a lot of fun. Have you guys heard of not deer? Yes. No. I've well, I think you were telling me about it. I it's, told you about it because people were requesting us to do it in yeah, the comments. It's, it's not a deer. It's <laughs> um basically it's like a newer phenomenon where people claim that they come across a deer in out and about somewhere, somewhere in public, but something always seems horribly off about it. The second cryptid that we're talking about today is called a puckwudgie, which is no <laughs> it resembles a goblin. Um, like which, my brother. Like Seth's brother <laughs> is a goblin. Uh, basically, it's Native American folklore, and it's known to be able to control the weather, and it can also disguise itself. And the third cryptid that we're talking about today is known as the Mananangal. I hope I'm saying that right. So uh, it's a vampire-like creature that is known to, like the Aswang from the fan episode, it's able to disguise itself as a woman, and it's able to separate its torso from its lower half and then fly away, and it's very, like, vampire-like, people say. That is what uh, we're talking about today. Those are our three creatures. We have one story on each of the three of these. All right, I think number two. It. (laughs) No, number three. Number three. It, like, just cuts its body in half and leaves its lower half behind and flies away. It just goes, like, it just separates. Makes that like pop sound, like. Boop, I imagine pop. that you know the sounds that my end slates make when my pop in. Yeah. Hey, what's up, you guys? The that's no, it's yeah, that's better. You did yeah. it better than I did. Um, Professional sound designers. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's more of a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you guys are ready, I'll jump into today's stories. Oh wait, so all three of these creatures are real. Yes, but the story behind it. Correct. All One right. of these stories about the creatures mm-hmm. I made up. All three of these are some sort of legend that some people out there 100% swear is real. Okay. Story number one. It was about 11 p.m. on a warm summer night 
when Austin was driving home from his friend's house no. in Connecticut. Is a friend in Connecticut? <laughs> yep. He probably does. I guess, wait, are we actually talking about the Austin? No! Are these stories from us? I cannot answer that. Up ahead, Austin's headlights illuminated a deer sitting right in the middle of the two yellow lines on the road as if it intentionally sat itself there to be perfectly in the middle. This thing looked like a prop or statue sitting perfectly still. And there was a pool of liquid around the deer, which Austin had assumed was blood until he got a little closer to this thing. That's when Austin realized that this pool of liquid was not blood. He could see that there was saliva pouring out of the deer's mouth like a waterfall down its neck and pooling around him. Its head was weirdly shaped. It was oddly thin compared to how big its body was, and its head was bobbling like a bobblehead on a dashboard. The thing appeared to be hypnotized or something. The deer was also sitting in a way that completely unnerved him. Its legs were all tangled and pretzeled. It almost as if there's no way that that could be physically possible unless someone literally took the limbs and positioned them that way. He just wanted to get out of there. So he veered into the opposite lane and slowly tried to drive around this thing. His intuition was telling him, do not look out the window, do not look at this thing. But this thing was now exactly eye level with the car as he inched around it and Austin could not help it. He looks out of the window and it's almost as if the deer knew that he was going to do this because the second that he turned and looked at this thing, the deer shot its head over and stared right back at him, making direct eye contact. Austin will never be able to forget that thing's eyes and the feelings that it evoked in him that day. And that is the end of story number one. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. I feel like Austin would have mentioned this. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the story's got to be fake. Yeah. I think it was a carjacking scam, honestly. I think the deer was looking for Austin to get out of the car to check on it, and then it was going to jump in the car and drive away. <laughs> but luckily, our boy Just Austin all- is way too smart for something like that, yeah. and he knows better, so he drove around it. Just all deer do that. <laughs> Just- <laughs> I think this could be the fake one. I feel like it's the fake one. Yeah. Like, it feels like too much was going on. Yeah. I feel like with, I don't know, I'm not familiar with the not a deer concept, but I feel like it's supposed to be just a little bit off, a little bit, but it's like, no, this thing is saliva, it's pretzels all over me, it's in the middle of the road, it's... Okay, ready to move on? Yeah. No. Story number two. Christopher. Oh my god, no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Who, just for the sake of the story, we'll call Toph. Oh my god. Just, you know, just to keep it brief. Um, he lived in Fairfield, Maine. No, he doesn't. On Cottage Street. He lives He lives in Bentley. <laughs> he used to take his dog for walks. What? Specifically after snowstorms because he loved the snow. What? Toph loved the snow or the dog loved the snow? Toph loved the snow. Right. And this place was known for having freak snowstorms. One night after a storm, the dog went and woke up Toph like it always does. It's about 2 or 3 a.m. So Toph went to put on some clothes to go take his dog for a walk. They're walking on a trail in the woods to get up to the tree line and there's a swamp in front of them. Toph steps into the swamp and falls into this icy slushy area. After some struggling, he pulls himself out and continues to walk. This is a joke, right? Like, come on. 
He finds a swamp I'm and then he steps in it. I'm telling you the third one is going to be the plot for Morbius. Now, once you get into the trail, there's a little side road. And in this side road, they were looking and they saw a really cool tree. So they step over there to go check it out. As they got closer to the tree, his dog froze in fear. Really? No matter how hard Toph was pulling on the leash, she would not budge. She was staring aggressively at this tree. Suddenly, this strange creature thing steps out from behind the tree, and Toph could sense that this thing was just as shocked to see them as they were to see it. This thing was completely black, had an oversized head, a swollen belly, but no eyes or fingers could be seen. This thing was way too wide to be hiding behind that birch tree unseen, but somehow it did. <laughs> this thing seems to almost be telepathically communicating its emotions to him because even though Toph couldn't see its eyes, it knew that this thing was surprised. Also, even though this thing was wide, it appeared to be almost two-dimensional, like a cardboard cutout. Wait, it's emotions? It's not It's not like saying, like, hi, how are you? It's just like, I feel surprised. <laughs> Correct. I feel kind of sad. So is this creature, like, just Mr. Game & Watch? Is he describing Mr. Game & Watch? You describe Mr. Game & Watch for the most part. I'm just picturing, like, the little bang. He's black, <laughs> like, like 2D. Oversized head. Oversized swollen head. Swollen belly. Yeah. Just then, this thing stepped back behind the birch tree. <laughs> and completely disappeared. And that's when a storm randomly started brewing. So Toph and his dog sprinted back towards the main trail. The second that Toph stepped back onto the main trail, the storm stopped. And he tested this two more times. He would step off of the main trail and step back on. And every single time, the storm would stop and start again, stop and start again. He immediately went home and started drawing out the creature that he had just seen. He also went back and took pictures of the tree that it came out from. So this way, he would never forget this horrifying experience. That's the end of story number two. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. <laughs> Wait, he wouldn't forget it unless he drew it and took pictures of this tree? <laughs> he He's wanted- like, this tree. Oh, that's where I saw Mr. Game & Watch at 2 or 3 a.m. <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> he just wanted to document. All right, here's what happened. Uh, this is how this all came to be. One night, Hove had a he ha, he was having a rough night. He watched Shrek one, and after playing Shrek, he played some Smash Super Smash Brothers, where his main character that he uses is Mr. Game and Watch. And he went to sleep in a fever dream. Mm. He uh, he dreamt this all, where he encounters Mr. Game and Watch in a swamp with his dog that he doesn't actually have. Wait, but if it's a dream, does that make this alive then? Our Point, dream's no. true. No, I mean, it's true then. This is a real story. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is the written one, actually. Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> I believe it. I, <laughs> this, I, is, this is too many infuriating details that I'm like, there's <laughs> no way, like, you thought of this, like, oh, I'm going to throw them off with this. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, my other, him falling in that swamp had no purpose to the story. <laughs> like, he fell in the swamp and got out, and that was it. Like, I thought he was going to fall in the swamp, and that's where the creature was going to show up. No. It's like, oh, he falls in the swamp. And he still walks for a bit, too, after that. Yeah, he he didn't go home. You'd think he would go home after that. Like, it's 3 a.m. I just fell in a swamp. I'm done. It's cold out. Like, you can actually get infected or, you know, like, frostbite. There's so many things that can happen. Because he's he's in Maine. Maine is up north, and he's out in a snowstorm. So we know it's cold. It's 3 a.m. It's probably, like, 15 degrees. And this dude's just like, yeah, I'm going to walk my dog. Yeah, I fell in a swamp. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah. All right, are we ready to move on to our mini game here? Yeah. 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 I don't want to talk about the story anymore. Yeah. 
All right, we're playing Would You Rather. So I'm going to give you guys some scenarios. Ooh, this is fun. You tell me what you'd rather do. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Would you rather discover a new cryptid or find your favorite cryptid in the wild? I don't know if I have a favorite cryptid. Discover a new one. I feel like I'd oh. rather discover a no, new so one. I feel like you'd want to see Mothman, Sev. Ooh. Yeah, that's hard. Well, no, 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 no. I, I wouldn't want to. Because that means something bad is going to happen. No. Um, <laughs> I don't care about that. No. I like that. There's so many different interpretations of Mothman that if I saw him and I'm like, oh, that's what Mothman looks like. I don't like that. It would ruin uh, it for you. It would ruin. It would ruin yeah. everything I love about Mothman. I see. Okay. That's, that's a good point. That's fair. Would you rather catch a cryptid on camera but not be able to show anyone or have a real close-up encounter? No proof. Close-up encounter. Yeah, close-up encounter. I feel like it's just way cooler. Like, And then when you're... You get to like tell the story to people instead of like, yeah, I have this photo of it, but I can't show you. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, you yeah, sound like, so dumb. I, I wouldn't care about looking at the photo again. If it's that memorable, I'll remember it. I yeah. don't need a photo. Right. Would you rather eat a fried Bigfoot toe or a roasted alien? Roasted uh, alien. Oh, no. Roasted alien. Seth says, why? I feel like it, it would be more like frog-like, and I, I've heard frog legs are good. Fried Bigfoot toe. I love fried foods, but dude, who knows where Bigfoot's toes have yeah, been? Yeah, like, that's just disgusting. Gross. But an alien. If I eat an alien, I might get alien powers. Yeah. Okay. And also, I feel like aliens are a little bit more cleaner. Yeah. And, uh, and sanitary. That's definitely true. Would you rather have Dogman or Goatman as a pet? Dogman, hundred percent. Yeah. Seth, you're related to Goatman. Yeah. yeah. Well, that would it. be weird. It, yeah. He, he wants to have his dad as his pet. Right, yeah. right. Good point. Good point. If we're still on. We st we have consistently answered the same thing. Even though Dogman is, like, really going to, you know, throw you guys around. You're cool with that? Yeah. Yeah. He's going to. No, he's. He won't hurt me because I'm his his owner, his yeah, leader. I'm a good owner. But he. <laughs> it, now, if anybody gives me a problem, anybody's bothering me, I'm going to be uh, like, Dogman, grab the neck. Good point. Yep. All right. Would you rather live in a haunted house or in a small town where a serial killer is loose? Are you uh, kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> haunted house. <Yeah. laughs> At least I know. Yeah, these people are dead. I don't care. I feel like I'm going to go with the haunted house, too, because I can at least redecorate. Yeah. You know, if it's a little creepy, I can just add my own decorations. And then it's like, whatever, this house is a little bit haunted. But, like, a serial killer on the loose? The idea that you can die at any point. And it's a Time. real small town. <laughs> real small town. I'm good. All right. Fair enough. Um, would you rather be the first to die or the last to die in a horror movie? I don't first know to I'm... die. First? Yeah. Really? I don't want to deal with the killer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I guess you're suffering for way longer. Yeah. You're the... like, I don't want to have to actually be like, wait a minute. There's a killer on the loose. Wait a minute. There's actually this happening. Wait a right. minute. Oh, yeah, you know, okay. My so friends when, are dead. You're, when you're the first to die, it's all, you don't really know what's going on yet. Yeah. And you just die. It's and then. Yeah. Nah, I'm going to say last, though, because maybe I won't die, you know? But, Sometimes, but you are last to die. You're the, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I'm last to die. Um, I just, uh, I'd probably want to go down last. Like, I get that. But at the same time, do I want to watch my loved ones die? Maybe I'm not with my loved ones. Okay, I'm going to go last. Would you rather be haunted by a malicious ghost for the rest of your life? Or be experimented on by aliens just once. Your body is left completely intact afterwards. Do you, I like remember it? You do remember it. Oh, that's that's screwed up. That is a little nuts. But your body's intact, though. Your body's intact, but like 
the trauma from that, or would you rather have trauma from a ghost? <laughs> I'm gonna take the alien. I'm gonna bittersweetly like take the alien too. I think they might. Who knows? Maybe they they upgraded my body in some sort of way. Maybe, but I just don't want to remember. <laughs> it's yeah, knocked me out. But I don't know if I want to deal with a malicious ghost. Yeah, I know. That's... Like, for the rest of my life, I'll take the one traumatic experience over the several... Yeah, that's true. ...hundred traumatic experiences. Right. Would you rather live with a haunted doll or have no. a creepy clown as oh. your roommate? I might have to choose the creepy clown. Uh, dolls freak me out. I feel like the creepy clown could be fun. I would pick the clown. Yeah, yeah, the doll is terrifying. Yeah. I would never in any circumstance would I pick the doll. Like, he could also be a great roommate. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, we don't really know. He's creepy. He's just yeah. a creepy clown. He's not a, a murderous, malicious clown. He's yeah. just creepy. Yeah. Okay, final one. Would you rather shave Anthony's chest or Andrew's mustache? Andrew's mustache. Uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like... I feel like I gotta go with uh, Andrew's mustache because, like, because we all want it gone. We all want. <laughs> I don't want it gone, like, but I don't want to touch your chest here, Anthony. <laughs> I I don't really like hair either way, but it's just like you know, Anthony's chest hair is like whatever you know, like that's no his own thing. It. But yeah. like Andrew's mustache, like, come on. So do we win the mini game? Yes, you win the mini game. All right, that counts. That yep. counts as a win. Thank you guys for playing. You're welcome. We are going to take a quick little break, what? and when we come back, we're going to get into story number three. We'll be right back. And so we, that was the final time I, I'm able to do that. We're <laughs> back. Oh. For those of you who don't know, this is our second to last episode. I have something <laughs> cool planned, something fun for the final episode. Trust me, you don't want to miss the final episode. If you're going to tune into any of these, it should be the final episode. That being said, are we, guys, uh, are we ready to jump to the third story here? Mm -hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready. Then let's do it. Oh, God, who is it going to be? Story number three. Seth's great-grandmother grew up in Malaysia. You're lying. And had many ghost encounters. One of them stood out to Seth the most about the Mananagal. When she was still in grade school, Seth's grandmother and her friends had one teacher that would let them out a few minutes early to go play in the fields nearby the school. It was a fairly small village, so both her parents and her teacher would let them play out and do things like this as long as they were home by dark. Now, her parents weren't superstitious. However, they did believe in certain spirits and demons, and they did believe in certain things that would prowl around at night. One particular evening, just as the sun was starting to set, Seth's great-grandmother and her friends were about to go home when they heard a scream come from inside the school. So they ran over to the school window and they saw this thing that was only an upper torso. It was bat-like, it had these huge wings and it was standing over or flying over the mutilated body of their teacher. It had long stringy hair and it had blood pouring out from the bottom part of its torso where its legs should have been. Seth's great-grandmother sprinted home and told her parents what she saw at the school. Apparently the other kids at school had also told their parents because instead of regular authorities showing up, shamans had showed up to cleanse the entire village using uncooked rice, ash, and salt. To her knowledge, none of the kids ever saw what this thing's face looked like. No one ever got caught for this murder. However, there were plenty of other unexplainable deaths that happened in the village before she eventually moved to the United States with her parents. And that is the end of story number three. I'm going to give you guys some time to discuss. Go. 
for what the creature was and you know the description of the creature I thought we were going to be presented with a much cooler story but I feel like nothing really happened yeah we're just critiquing the story now yeah I mean that's that's really all I've I've got here I yeah. I don't think this is the part of me was like oh, maybe this is the fake one because nothing happened but I think in thinking about all the three stories I'm not leaning towards this one yeah I know which one I'm leaning towards, but I, I'm I feel like. <laughs> not going to say it just yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you ready for me to recap? Yep. Yeah. I don't yeah, think there's anything else to really add. Story number one. Austin was driving home from a friend's house. He sees this deer with water saliva just dripping out from its mouth. It's sitting in its own saliva. There's a pool of it. As Austin drives past it, he looks over at this thing, and this thing shoots its head over and makes direct eye contact with him. All right, story number one, Austin makes eye contact with a drooling deer in Connecticut. Story number two, Toph was taking his dog out for a walk after a snowstorm. They veer off of the main trail. They go on a little side trail. They find a cool tree that they're going to check out. This weird two-dimensional cardboard cutout, wide-looking thing steps out. It was surprised to see them. It steps back in, disappears, and then a storm brews. Story number two, Toph meets Mr. Game & Watch at 2 a.m. in the middle of a forest and freaks out. Story number three... <laughs> Seth's great-grandmother and her friends left school a little bit early. They were playing in a field. As they were about to head home, they heard a scream from the school. They went and checked it out, and they saw their teacher completely mutilated by this thing with only an upper half, bat-like wings. It's floating there. It's got blood coming out from the other half. And so many other unexplainable deaths happened in this town. Story number three, this is why my great-grandma doesn't like school. <laughs> Those are your three stories. I'm going to give you guys some time to make your final decisions. Go. I don't even feel like we should debate. We should call someone. She use our lifeline. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to call our good friend Tom. Yeah, yeah. Tom Heinlein? Tom, Tom Heinlein. Tom's a very trustworthy guy. Yeah, and okay. ask for yeah. advice. See if he answers. Hello? Hello. Hey, Tom. It's uh, me, Seth. Uh, I'm calling because uh, I'm, I'm here ma- uh, with my good friend, Ryan. We're making a really difficult decision, um, and we have three choices in front of us, and we don't know which one to choose, and we're hoping to get your advice. If I get this right, does it count as a win for me also? Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, 100%. Yeah. So I want you guys to decide. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. it's amazing. <laughs> You, you want to go with? I'm I'm personally between stories one and three. I'll go with one. That's where my gut's telling me. Your gut's telling you one? Yeah, but I've been wrong a lot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I could I could go along with you and say one. Anthony, Anthony, you want to deliver the yeah. news to me, Ryan, and Tom? Tom, I, who has has not actually given us his input. Yeah. By the way, shall I add? It's, I I wasn't on the podcast. I have no idea. What input I could give. I'm just here for the ride. I would like for Tom to lock it in for us. Yeah. Like, if Tom can do the honors and say that we are locking in as a team of three. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. As a team of three, we are locking in story number three. Okay. Okay. What just happened? And somebody who is about to become a father would never lie to us. Mm -hmm. Would never lie to you guys. It would just be setting a bad example for his daughter. Okay. I most certainly would be. So time you're so time you're locking in story number three? That's what I locked in. Well guess what? It's story number three! Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Tom, you are a hero. Listen, I'm just glad I could be here to help you guys. <laughs> yeah, thank God you picked up the phone. I don't know yeah. what we would have done without you. I know. <laughs> Tom, thank you so much for joining us and for uh, you get another win under your belt as well as Seth and Ryan here. And um, oh, yeah, that's good. that's going to be our updated counts going into the final episode here. Oh, amazing. Sounds Looking great. Looking forward to it. Don't forget to like and subscribe down below. Leave us a comment on what you thought of this episode. If you are listening where you listen to your podcast, whether it be uh, Apple, Android, your laptop, whatever it is, make sure you give us a five-star review. Comment um, your favorite story ever on the podcast as we're coming to a close. I think we've got what, just one episode left after this. So yeah. thanks, guys. I think Thomas said it all. Thank you guys so much for playing. Thank you guys at home for watching. We will see you guys next week for the final episode. Like I said, you don't want to miss this one. We'll see you guys then. Bye, guys.